0: Hey there, Lene. This is Larry Hunter over at 5-Minute Inspirations, and I wanted to just tell you thank you for the message you brought forth about the power of, gosh, I forgot how you called it, but you're basically the power of your mind over your actions. Sorry if I get it wrong, but I got the idea. I got definitely got the message that you were sending, and it came at a good time for me because I have gone a number of days over the last two weeks without getting to the gym, without working out. And it's been just like you gave the example that if you don't do it first thing in the morning, then the possibility of you getting it done kind of goes downhill. Well, I had, I used to work out in the morning, but I have put other things before it. I'm going to get to it this evening, maybe early afternoon even. And it just hasn't happened. And each day that it hasn't happened, you know, you kind of feel worse and worse about, about yourself and your own ability to discipline yourself. So your message came right on time. I see what I need to do. And I'm going to do it
1: hi happy new year's eve last day of 2018 i am ready i'm ready for 2019 i'm ready for the new year and going into the new year i want to just do some reflection in 2019 i am really pressing forward with spreading the word about rest-based weight loss, and as I am pushing into spreading the word and creating programs and services and resources for others to be able to find a gentle and more sustainable way to weight loss, I've been doing some reflection on my own journey, Uh, some of my triumphs, my successes, but a lot of failures, a lot of mistakes, regrets that I made in my own journey that I'm actually still kind of paying for till this day, and so I have three specific regrets that I want to share with you guys in hopes that as you pursue your weight loss journey, in hopes that you try to avoid these as, as best po- as possible. But first, in case this is your first time listening, in case this is your first time watching, my name is Linnea Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I'm on my way to becoming a certified stress management coach. I'm also a lifestyle coach. And the way that I was able to achieve weight loss in the most sustainable way after eight years of struggling and battling with weight regain and plateau and loss and regain all over again, the way that I finally found what worked for me and what stuck was uh, from looking at and approaching my weight loss from the standpoint of the metabolism and, and stress, I didn't realize that there were very specific lifestyle factors that were contributing to my weight gain and contributing to the fact that I kept gaining the weight back. And so once I started doing some research and learning all there was to know about this like hormonal and metabolic approach to weight loss, as soon as I started learning that I found specifically what worked for me, for my lifestyle, for my metabolism, and I was able to lose 33 pounds. Uh, 12% of my body fat went from about a 31% down to a 19%, went from about a size 10 dress size down to a size three. And I've been able to maintain that loss for the past four years. Uh, 2019 will bring five years. And so my mission now as a nutrition consultant and a lifestyle coach is to be able to not teach you how to do what I did, but to teach you how to find your own strategy that can lead to the same types of results that you'll actually be able to sustain that the results that you'll actually be able to keep forever. So if you want to know, uh, sort of where you're at right now, if you want to know where you fare in the lifestyle areas that I discovered were specifically, specifically responsible for holding, uh, holding back my weight, my, holding back my progress, holding back my results leading to weight regain, if you want to know what, uh, what those lifestyle areas are for you and sort of where you're at right now, where you fare in those, then I want you to go to operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. I created a 60 second quiz that based on my research, my experience, and then what I've seen with my clients, uh, based on those things, you can take a look and see just how your percentage scores in those lifestyle areas which lifestyle areas you need to focus your energy on changing, which ones you're doing well in, which ones you can sort of keep doing what you're doing. And I also give you the option at the end of that quiz to set up a free call with me. I provide the link to my calendar right there on the last page of the quiz on the same page as the results you get. So if you want, if you want to hop on the phone with me for 30 minutes to discuss your responses and discuss your scores, then I would love to be able to do that. So Go to operationfixmylife.com slash stress health quiz. Okay. And just really quickly, I want to give a huge shout out to Mr. Larry Hunter of Five Minute Inspirations, a a wonderful podcast uh, where he gives just really, uh, really inspirational messages on a regular basis, on a daily basis. And he happened to listen to uh, one of my podcast episodes where I was talking about the fact that you actually don't have to feel like getting up and doing what you're supposed to be doing for your health to actually do it. The mistake that we have to feel some sort of motivation or inspiration, we have to feel that physical response of, yes, I'm ready to go to actually get up and go work out or to get up and go eat right is a a dangerous myth. It's false to have to rely on motivation to do what we're supposed to do for our health. And that was a huge realization for me that literally, I just I just came to that realization just weeks ago. And that was something really important that I felt would be able to free a lot of people from the burden of relying on motivation to get up and go move. And so the fact that Mr. Larry Hunter uh, was kind enough to send a note, to send a message thanking me for that episode, um, I just publicly want to acknowledge that and, and thank him for listening, thank him for his support. And you guys, I'll link his uh, podcast in the description of this episode uh, so that you can go check out five minute inspirations. Okay. So let's jump into it. Uh, three, my three biggest weight loss regrets. I think this is very fitting as we're preparing to move into 2019. There are some things that I want you to avoid as you pursue your own weight loss journey, just based on my experience, based on uh, some regrets that I have that I'm still paying for till this day. And, it, and I realized now that there was a way for me to be able to come to the success that I was able to come to come to the results, achieve the results, achieve the body transformation, achieve all of this without specifically like following the route that I followed. Um, because there was some, there was some, you know, missteps in the process that led to Some struggles, some struggles that I still struggle with, you know, even until this day. And that was four years ago. And so the fact that now as a weight loss coach, I am, you know, creating and crafting support systems and resources and tools for you to be able to achieve similar results, but without necessarily following the same exact path that I followed and definitely avoiding the mistakes that I that I made so uh, let 's get into it. The first mistake my my, my first regret my first biggest regret uh, when I started my weight loss journey was I took the information the research that I was learning about hormones and learning about how different foods impact hormones that are directly responsible for weight gain and weight loss. I took that information and i and i I jumped too far. I I swung the pendulum too far to the other side. What does that mean? I went from, uh, uh, eating sort of how I was eating, you know, eating the way that I was eating, treating food the way I was treating food to just cutting like everything out to completely changing and transforming my diet and the foods that I was eating. And that was a big mistake. It was a big mistake because what happened was going from eating everything to eating super duper clean for a period of like six or seven weeks or so, I mean, the results were amazing. I felt incredible. I mean, life, I felt like the heavens opened and the way that I would feel every day, you know, just eating so clean. I just felt so strong. I felt youthful. I felt vibrant. You know, I I felt amazing. I started losing a bunch of weight. Like it it was life was just great. Life was incredible. Until I uh I, you know, decided, okay, well I'm I was at a party like uh I think it was the fourth of July. Oh yeah, fourth of July. Fourth of July two thousand fourteen, achieved all this weight loss and transformation, yada yada. And we had pizza at the party and I was like, Okay, well, you know, it's been it's been some time, like I think I can have the slice of pizza and everything be okay. And so I did. I had, for those of you that are in the like Chicagoland area, or for those of you that have pizza like that, you know, like in the Chicagoland area, the thin crust pizza, they cut into squares, right? They call the triangle slices pie cut. I grew up in New York. I grew up with pie cut style, you know, thin slice pizza. So coming over here to the Chicagoland area and seeing them cut their, their uh, thin crust pizza into squares. And I was like, what? what is happening? I mean, I'm used to it now, but at first I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, but anyway, at this party, I had two, I had two slices of a thin cut, like of pizza, just maybe like this, this big. I mean, maybe even smaller, not very big at all, two slices. And I was sick to my stomach for 14 days. I mean, literally like what, how my body processed those two slices of pizza, how my body processed the, the dairy and the gluten after like, I think it was at that point, like seven, seven or so weeks of not having any processed food at all, having zero gluten, having zero dairy, uh, you know, the trans fatty acids or whatever with the oil that's, you know, from pizza, not having any of that. Um, It wrecked, it wrecked my stomach, it wrecked my stomach. And ever since then, I have not been able to consume dairy or gluten without uh, having digestional issues. So is my reaction to those two pizza slices, was that simply and purely because I cut, I, I, I went so clean and I cut my diet out and I was eating so clean for like eight weeks prior to that. Not 100%. And I know that because prior to starting my weight loss journey, for those of you that know my story, you'll know that I actually started getting sick for two weeks, sick to my stomach for two weeks before I decided that it was time to make a change. So it was the 14 days sort of leading up to the very beginning of I have to do something and then finding the strategy for me. I was actually getting sick every day. And I realized now it was because I was actually developing an intolerance to gluten and dairy. So theoretically, I should have started cutting gluten and dairy out of my diet anyway. Theoretically, on the surface, cutting out gluten and dairy was a good thing. It was a positive thing. And I actually, looking back, I'm thankful that I did it because I didn't understand why, if I had have kept consuming as much gluten. And, and, I'm, and I'm not just talking about like a little gluten here, a little dairy there. I'm saying that I would eat five to six times a day and every single thing that I ate had gluten and dairy in it. I was killing myself from the inside out, okay? So I can't look back and say, oh, Lene, you shouldn't have given it. No, I had to. Whether or not I started a weight loss journey or not, um, I I had to give that up. But but going from eating gluten and dairy five to six times a day to not eating it at all for like six or seven weeks and then introducing it into my stomach, the first thing that I ate that day, two slices of pizza for 14 days, it, it wrecked me. It wrecked me. And... My body during those six or seven weeks developed a severe, even more of a severe intolerance to gluten and dairy than it, than it had previously. So I'm not, this regret is not like, it's not very specific to my situation, but my advice to you is if you are currently eating everything, like if you're currently consuming everything, there are no restrictions or boundaries on what you're eating, do not Swing the pendulum from what you're doing right now to the completely opposite direction. Don't do that. I know the appeal to want to just cut it all out. I know the appeal. I understand why you may be coming to other realization that you do need to make these changes in your diet. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you this for, for a couple reasons. I'm telling you not to make the pendulum swing the other way, because number one, you cutting those foods out of your diet is not going to fix the problem. It's not gonna fix the root cause of why you eat that way in the first place. So that means that you can cut those things out for a certain amount of time, but as soon as the reason why you eat that way As soon as the uh, emotional issues or the food addiction issues or the stress management issues that are driving you to eat those foods in the first place, as soon as those start becoming impossible for you to bear, or as soon as your body begins to withdraw, 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 withdraw from those things and increase your cravings for them and you go back to it, you are going to do some irreversible damage to your system that you may, there's a chance that you may not be able to recover from it. There are some people, there are a few people I know that, uh, were developing like an intolerance to sugar and were becoming carb sensitive and insulin sensitive and those things. And so they just took some time away then slowly reintroduced and their, and their systems reset themselves and they became tolerable. But then there are other people I know, like me, who kind of followed the same path, started developing like an intolerance, cut it out of their system, started reintroducing it, and their body developed a full intolerance to it. For some people, even an allergy. And that cannot be fixed. That can't be reversed. So once again, my suggestion is no pendulum swinging. Don't go from one directly to the the complete opposite. Don't do that. Instead, the very first step, And this is your, if you're, if you're going to be following me, look, if you're going to be following me, listening to these episodes on a regular basis, I'm giving you a heads up. I'm going to say this like in every episode, the very first step you have to do is look inward, look inside and figure out why it is that you're consuming those foods in the first place. Where are those cravings coming from? And what's going to happen if you give up those cravings, give up those foods that you're craving without replacing it with the reason why you're craving it in the first place. So step one is always to look inward and then after you look inward and you figure out what specifically it is that either your body or your emotions or your mind needs that it's relying on these foods to accomplish and to achieve. After you figure out what it is that you need, then you find your replacement, find the replacement, find the replacement first. Okay. And then make a slow transition to your replacement make a slow transition. And that could be just like a couple times a week. You give up the foods and you replace the foods instead with whatever the, either the food or the activity or whatever it is that can meet that need. And then you make that transition slowly. Okay. Um, so that's, that's, uh, regret. Number one regret. Number two, uh, is definitely not taking more time to sort of along the same lines, not taking more time to achieve the the weight loss that I was able to achieve. And I say that not from like a physical perspective. Of course, I was thrilled with the fact that I like, you know, when I first started my first four weeks, I was losing a pound a week. And then the seven weeks after those first four weeks, I lost two pounds a week. That was 14 pounds in seven weeks. And then I took a little break, hit a little plateau, And then over the course of, you know, nine or 10 weeks, I lost an additional like 12 pounds, really rapid weight loss. So I was thrilled. I was thrilled with the weight loss, but here's the problem. The problem is that no matter how much weight you lose or how much your body transforms, you physically won't be able to see the changes that are happening. I've mentioned this before uh, a couple times, but I when I started my journey, I decided not to do before and after photos. I wanted to do before and after videos. And so I did videos of myself before and after videos, you know, just kind of talking to myself, going from the front to the side, to the back, you know, just more of a visual representation of what I looked like. And when I go back and watch my after video, the video that I took after I had lost all of that weight, got down to the dress size, the size three, uh, achieved all the results, achieved all those things, In the video, I specifically said these words. I said, everybody keeps talking about what an amazing transformation I made and how much weight I lost, but I am having a hard time seeing what they're talking about. Does that sound like a a basket case or what? And that's not, it's not uncommon. As a matter of fact, I think it's actually more common for us to look in the mirror and see all of the changes that we still have to make uh, instead of seeing the change that, that actually occurred. I mean, we might be able to look and say, oh, okay, well, this is smaller and this is smaller. Like I'm literally standing there with a flat belly with strong arms, just like total, like trimmed and strong. And I'm still like trying to suck in different areas or tighten up you know, flex different areas of my body that I still wanted to change because I physically, I physically could only see how far I had to go. So I wish that my weight loss journey included in addition, because I was learning a crap ton of, of information and education about nutrition and hormonal fat loss. And, you know, muscle maintenance and, and weight loss specifically for women and how it differs for women versus men. And then what I had to do to do to sustain, I learned a butt ton of information on that, but I had no idea psychologically that I was going to get to the end of my journey and still, and still feel like I had so far to go. I wish I had a mentally prepared myself either, you know, taking more time. To uh, make that transition, that physical transformation, uh, like a little bit slower, like instead of five months, I actually think it would have been I actually wish I could have stretched it out to uh, maybe nine, nine months or so, Uh, just lost uh, weight a little bit slower. Um, I wish I had have done that. And then I also wish at the same time that I had uh, educated myself emotionally and mentally on what on what that the end of the journey was going to look like. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about. Uh, what you like looking at yourself in the after photo and and uh, the mental, like all the, the mental things that are still, you know, messed up in your head. So that was my second regret. And then my third regret at the, along those lines also with education was yes, you know, for, for five months and then for years after I continued to educate myself specifically on fat loss, but I did not commit the same amount of time and education to what maintenance mode looks like. So I learned about, I learned how to lose weight. I learned how to sustain the weight loss, but I had no idea how to maintain my weight. And so for about a year after I lost the weight, I went back and forth between this like carb binge and like complete restriction cycle. Because it would be like, okay, I'm in maintenance mode now. I don't have to be as strict and as stringent. And so I would go and start eating carbs and things, you know, more carbs and, and eating more food and those types of things that, uh, that I hadn't eaten, that I hadn't done for like a year. And then I would be plagued with guilt. I would be plagued with like this, this mental anguish of, oh gosh, now I just have to like, you know, now I have to like go on a fast Or now I have to, you know, do this or do that because I ate all these carbs. Like mentally not understanding and not being able to make the switch from loss to maintenance. I didn't know. I didn't know that weight loss is a completely different world and universe from maintenance. And uh, to this day, I still don't know what maintenance looks like. I keep like kind of going back and forth between okay, I need to put on some muscle. I need to put on a little bit of fat to, okay, I don't like the way my body looks. Let me go back. Like, and I know, I know very specifically where I'm at in this cycle when (laughs) this is gonna sound so funny, but literally, okay, this, this is what happens every time. When people stop commenting on either how young I look or they stop commenting on my dimples, I know that I'm like, I've put on a little bit of water that I'm like on an upswing. And then as soon as people like random people start commenting on the fact that I look like I'm 16 or how they can't believe that my, that my oldest daughter is 12 because I look like I'm 12 or they start commenting on how big my dimples are. Then I know that I'm on a downswing and then I'm losing in my face and then I'm losing water (laughs) literally like as soon as I said, and it's (laughs) like the comments come from complete strangers like multiple times over a period of weeks where i'm like oh i must be losing again <laughs> because these comments. <laughs> That's my barometer. And so still to this day like you know I I was the the fat loss challenge that I was leading and the weight loss challenge that I've been leading for the past few months because I was trying to demonstrate and be uh, and be a support system to the ladies that I was, you know, doing the challenge with the fall season. I have recently committed the fall to allowing myself to gain a little weight. But this entire season, I was leading weight loss challenges. So to demonstrate, like, and be supportive, and provide accountability, and hold myself accountable, and hold them accountable, I followed the weight loss challenges that they that I was leading them through. And I've lost, I've lost like five or six pounds that I didn't even have to lose in the first place. And once again, people are commenting on just, "Wow, Lene, you're shrinking. You're you stop shriveling up." And it's like, oh, and I'm supposed to be gaining right now, and I'm losing instead. So, so, um, what this does for me is it it puts me in a position to say, okay, Lene, you have all of this information, you have all this knowledge and you can coach to death someone who wants to make a transformation, who wants to burn fat, maintain muscle, change their body composition. Like you have all the tools and knowledge and capability to be able to do that, to do that for yourself, to teach someone how to do that. But What about maintenance? What about the fact that at some point these people that you're coaching and these people that you're working with are going to get down and they're going to be fine. They're going to be really happy with how they look. Now, what will maintenance look like for them? What does maintenance look like for you? And the fact that I haven't done my due diligence for myself personally, or even as a weight loss coach to learn the whole entire world and beast and universe of maintenance, that's a regret. I regret it. And so to that, I say, as you are moving forward in your journey, I want you to be very mindful. Okay. Be very mindful, no matter what strategy you choose, no matter where you're going, be mindful of the fact that the, the strategy that you're, that you're following to lose the weight right now is going to look very different from what your life is going to look like as you maintain, once you get down to where you want to be and what you want to do, your life for maintenance is going to look very different. And I don't want you to be so to be so restrictive and so strict. And most importantly, I don't want you to like mentally and emotionally beat yourself up over slips and falls and failures and those types of things. Why? Because that same practice of beating yourself up when you like make a mistake or you indulge a little bit or you splurge a little more than you should have or wanted to, that same response of like mentally, like beating yourself in that mental anguish, that is the same exact anguish that's going to torment you once you actually get down to the weight that you want and, and you have to maintain it. It's not a way to live. Okay. So keep that in mind as you go through your journey, um, on January 21st, I am working with a group of women. I'm starting a group and I'm starting what's called, I'm calling it a total body transformation program where we're going to spend the next 12 months working on changing our, not just our bodies, but changing our minds, and changing the future of our health. So the goal is there are three specific goals. Uh, The first goal is to be able to achieve like physical transformation. So whether that is burn fat, build muscle, uh, transform our, our physique in some way, whatever our goals are specific, we all have individual goals. The second goal is going to be able to change our minds. So while we're changing our bodies, we're breaking all the old mindsets and the emotional issues and digging up all of the psychological struggles that usually uh, contribute to self-sabotage. We are going to be working every week on breaking up those thought patterns and eliminating those toxic and self-sabotaging thought patterns. So that's the second goal. And then the third goal is we are going to put ourselves, by the end of the year, we're gonna put ourselves in a physical, internal position, a health position, to be able to uh, live long, healthy, uh, vi- long, longevity, vitality. Uh, we're concentrating on the future of our health. Like we're gonna get to the end of our lives and we're gonna be strong, we're gonna be healthy, we're gonna be youthful. Like that's the focus, that's the three, the three foci area of the total body transformation program. I already have a few people signed up. I'm excited. I can't wait. We start January 21st and the monthly cost for the 12 months to join the program, is the cost of going out to dinner with your friend or your spouse once a month. So if you don't go out to dinner once a month with your friend or spouse, that money that you're saving, that covers the cost of the membership program. So if you, if you think you want to join, if you want to join us, it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, then I would love to have you. So I want you to start definitely by filling out the stress health quiz. I linked it in the description of this video start there because I want to see where you, where, what your percentages are in the four lifestyle areas that we're going to be working on. And then at the end of that, I want you to click the link to my calendar and schedule a call with me so that we can go over your responses and then talk about the program. Okay. So that's all I have. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And I can't wait to continue these episodes. To achieve is not, number one, it's, it's not sustainable and it's dangerous. It can actually push your the balance that you've been able to achieve. It, it, it might actually uh, make it push and make you imbalanced and so i had to stop and like arrest those thoughts and start challenging those thoughts and those patterns of behavior and come to this place of like 100% self acceptance and i don't think that uh, there are a, a lot of resources and things out there that talk about like mentally that talk about how common it is, common it is you know for people to 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 see that to look at themselves and be their own worst critic and 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 have these negative uh these negative self toxic thoughts, but then like where are the resources to be able to guide someone's thought patterns into being able to recognize when uh, recognize when those those self toxic and self sabotaging thoughts are are just mental and to pull themselves out of that space and, and evaluate those thoughts and say no, no, this is what the reality is. This is just my crazy talking, but here's here's reality. So uh, people who are anorexic are, are people who have allowed those thoughts to completely take control over over their behavior instead of stopping and saying no, no. And then, of course, there are, are, are other um, so some chemical imbalances uh, and some emotional imbalances and mental issues there, I, I think, with people who some people who struggle with anorexia as well. Uh, and so it all, it, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's complicated, and all kind of feeds together. But it's very, very important. I think that that's probably one of the most important aspects of including that, paying attention to that, and uh, treating that transformation, that mental transformation, with just as much significance as the physical transformation. So yeah, thank you, thank you for adding that, Kalea. Yeah, Mary, uh, just a, a super duper emotional roller coaster. Yeah, just you know, very much like kind of up and down and up and down. And that's another thing that people don't talk about when it comes to weight loss is this idea of I'm making strides, I'm making transformation, but as much as I'm going, as much as I'm I'm moving forward. Number one, I'm not moving forward fast enough, or I still have such a long way to go. Or only these parts of my body are changing, but the other parts that I really want to change are not budging. And even then when you get down to the end of it, I mean, I follow, I literally follow people, these women on Instagram that have these amazing, muscular, strong bodies. And, you know, every once in a while they'll talk about like a change that they want to make or a muscle that they want to build bigger. Or some, like, inner thigh fat that is so annoying and they can't get rid of. Or some cellulite, like, on the bottom of their butt cheeks that, you know, they're really unhappy with. And it's like, well, golly, if you're not going to be, the, if you're never going to be satisfied, then how are the rest of us ever going to be satisfied? Then that goes back to, like, that mental, like, you have to take control of, over the emotional roller coaster as you, uh, as you pursue the physical change. Because what many people find is they get down to the weight, they get down to the body that they want, that they want to achieve, and they're not happy. They're still dissatisfied. It's very, and it's so dangerous. So dangerous. Yes, Mary and Rosalind, happy new year. Happy new year to both of you. Happy New Year to you and your families as well. Claire. you said, yes, I find it interesting that there are all these weight loss programs, but no maintenance programs that coincide with an emotional and mental guide on how to rethink. And um, Kalea, that is what I'm realizing as well. And so as I am putting my footprint into the weight loss space, as someone who has experienced weight loss, and as someone who still see, who sees where the holes are and where the gaps are, I have started, I've taken on this belief that my, perhaps my path, perhaps my mission in the weight loss space is to provide that. I originally wanted to just be on just another option, just another weight loss coach, you know, just have just another program you can choose from. But now I want to be able to provide these, uh, these weight loss programs and support systems that work on this. And work on this at the same time that this is happening. Because while this is transforming, and this is transforming, and this is transforming also, then that leads to that opens doors to a completely different world, a completely different way of living, seeing life, and living out the rest of your life that other weight loss programs just can't provide. So. Uh, so that's my, I believe that that's what I'm called to do. I believe that's what I'm called to do. And I'm excited to do that in 2019. All right, ladies, thank you so much again for posting your comments and your questions. Thank you for the engagement. Happy new year to all of you. Happy 2019. It's going to be a great year, a great year full of love, full of health, full of peace and full of joy. I'm going to be back again tomorrow. I'm going to be kicking off 2019, uh, every day, every day in 2019, I'm going to be here. Okay. Yeah, there is a need and you are able to fill it because you have struggled with all of it. I appreciate that. I appreciate the confirmation and the validation Kalea and I like this, starting this series, this rest based weight loss series has allowed me to be able to see, yep, this is what's needed and this is where it's at. So I'm excited for what 2019 is going to bring. All right. Thank you so much again. Happy New Year to you guys. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.